Welcome to Show in Missouri, the history of Missouri, one county at a time. This week we're in Andrew County, the cradle of governors. Maybe more governors came from Andrew County than any place but St. Louis. It's just none of them were governor of Missouri. And we are here in the very historic uh, courthouse uh, of Andrew County here in beautiful Savannah, uh, hometown of all kinds of folks. But I, when I hear Savannah, I think of uh, Brad Logger and then the man who coined the great Northwest. Senator Hageman joins us. Thank you so much for the time. It is a pleasure to be with you here in the great Northwest part of the state. So, I don't remember anybody saying that like that until you did. Did you just make that up, or, how, or did Brad just not get with the program? You know, it just, yeah, no, I just kind of made it up when I was in the house. Uh, we'd have folks that would travel four hours, yeah. you know, to, to come to Jefferson City, and I just loved introducing I really kind of thought of the great Northwest Territory yeah. in Canada. And I said, well, hey, that's how we can dis, uh, you know, designate our part of the state. And I really love this part of the state. And so I'm happy to call it the Great Northwest because I truly believe it. But you don't really call it the Great Northwest. You call it the Great Northwest. The Great Northwest part of the state. <laughs> and we are joined by another Hagman, Fritz Hagman, county commissioner. And I guess a uh, guy who had to be in charge of this guy uh, for a long time, huh? Yeah. How many fights did that get you? Well, we've, we've had our scraps now and again. Well, uh, yep, I... Uh, my younger brother Dan and we, uh, um, yeah, I took care of the farm whenever he decided he was going to venture into politics. So, uh, so you got the better end of the deal, sounds like. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bob Caldwell, presiding commissioner here in Andrew County. Thank you for the time, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, proud to be here in Andrew County too. I'm actually raised in Caldwell County, uh, but I <clears throat> came up to go to Northwest up in uh, University and uh, met a home. Andrew County lady from that was raised here, and uh, we went to school together and ended up uh, coming here in Andrew County to live in the late 70s. I worked on a farm and, and then uh, worked for USDA here for 30 years, and uh, now I'm a commissioner. So. so really you coming over here let Bud become presiding commissioner in Caldwell County, right? Yeah. And never look back, right? <laughs> right, yep. I like old Bud. Bud is so proud of Hamilton. I tell you, and he gets a lot to be proud of. I, I, his passion is just, it kind of infects you a little bit. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, Gary Ballman, the Western District Commissioner, sir, thank you for the time. Thank you for being here. I've been here all my life. I'm 70 years old. We've been south of town and over at By Cosby, where the Hagemans were from, but uh, mostly from south of Savannah here. And I worked for the government for 25 plus years. Now I'm. What'd you do for the government? I worked for USDA Rural Development. Nice. So you're the part of the government people wanted to see. Yeah, most of yep. the time they mm -hmm. wanted to borrow money, and we made several investments in Andrew County through yep. that program. Jan Glenn with the Historical Society and the Museum. Ms. Glenn, thank you for the time. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I have been the director of the museum for the last six-plus years. I'm really an educator by profession, so this is my second retirement job, I believe. Um, but have always, I grew up in Savannah. I have, my dad had 12, or well, there were 12 in his family, eight in my mom's side, and they were, all came from Andrew County and mostly Savannah, so been here for a long time. Now, tell folks, uh, we're at the courthouse downtown. How do you get to the museum from, from here? Well, from here, actually, if you just go east on Main Street right here, 
turn left on Third Street till you hit Highway 71, turn right, and when you see, well, what used to be the old McCarty Motors, but now is the new NCMC, turn left and you will be at Duncan Park and the museum is on the right. So, uh, what is it? Uh, is there folks there during the day, or we're open Tuesday through Saturday, ten to four. Nice. Now, uh, online, can folks get online and find where you are? Yes. What's the What's Just, the address? It's two hundred two East Duncan Drive. Gotcha, uh, ma'am. Uh, we are also joined by Lindy Holt, the Farm Bureau okay. President. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm actually, my history in Andrew County pales in comparison to this prestigious group that's right here. Um, I'm originally from Montauk County. I'm a Tipton girl. Went to Mizzou. Oh and my God. Do you, you have to put up with Caleb Jones? I took Caleb Jones to a semi-formal once. Oh my gosh. My sorority. <laughs> Just when we once, turn the, we turn the mics off, we're going to be the real, the, the story I came all this way for. Uh, <laughs> oh so, boy. Oh, I can tell you some Caleb stories in, he can and tell I want to hear them too. Lindy stories. <laughs> my dad was actually the city marshal in Tipton when his dad was the um, county sheriff. I can't wait. I'm just texting him right now. I know this is radio and you can't hear me, but you can assume big Cheshire grin on my face texting Caleb Jones yes. that I'm here with one of his formal dates. She's telling tales. Lindy Edwards was my maiden name. <laughs> Anywho, so I went to Mizzou and met my husband. His name's Derek Holt, and his family is a, a longtime Andrew County um, family. So um, we got married 19 years ago. I've lived here for 19 years. I'm also an mainly an educator. I'm the agriculture teacher and FFA advisor at North Andrew. Um, and so I guess I'll represent the northern part of the county here. And um, So what do y'all, what do you, what, what's your farm grow? Black Angus cattle. Nice. Holt Angus cattle is, has been kind of well known. It's um, his grandma who's 97 years old and still lives on the home place just north of town. If you go to the museum and look north, you can see her big white house up there. And um, so they've raised Black Angus cattle for years, and um, so that's what we do and put up hay. Ah, gotcha. He's already texted me back. He's, he's sweating now. This is going to be fun afternoon. Let's talk about Andrew County, the crown jewel of the Platt Purchase. Uh, Miss Jan, how, how do folks tell the story of the Platt Purchase here and how, they, how, how this became not only Missouri, this became American territory from the Indians, right? Uh, yes. Um, so we couldn't have been... A county much earlier than we were because the plat purchase occurred yeah. in 1836 um, and then the legislature I believe made two counties which were Platte and Buchanan, Buchanan to start with so Andrew County was formed in 1841 because the population finally uh, warranted adding counties to the plate. So, so uh, as I understand it there was some Talk of moving the Indians across the uh, across the river, uh, and the federal government had to get involved. But Thomas Hart Benton took the bill, uh, and he got it done. And what what was it? Was a minuscule amount of money, right? And I don't even remember the amount of money. I'm the bad person to ask for details. I can tell you the drama, but not the details. But uh, yeah, it was a very very small amount of money for that plat purchase, which was a lot of area. Well, I thought it was interesting, though, because they moved the Indians over into Kansas onto a, a reservation, and when they did, they gave them like $7,500, which well, was more money than it is now, but still, um, and they, but they built for each tribe five houses, and they gave them, they fenced in 100 acres, and they gave, they plowed 100 acres, and they left them with a consultant for a teacher, a blacksmith, and a farmer to try to help, I guess you could say, westernize, Americanize them. So it was a really interesting treaty they did, which 
it, seventy five hundred sounds like not a lot of money, but in, in the end, uh, it was a little bit more than that. They gave him, so they gave him, they gave him a try there, right? They did. Um, so as as time went on, and they they did the plat purchase. This was all Platt County. Uh, the whole plat purchase was, and they they brought in the let the legislature bring it into Missouri. Uh, then they decided they was going to build their own county. So I guess it was eighteen forty one. They brought right. Platt in. January 29th of 1841 is when we were officially made a county by the legislature. And some people think that we were named after Andrew Jackson, the president, but yes. really it was Andrew Jackson Davis. One of those awful newspaper people. That's why. St. Louis newspaper people, that's right. And, uh, and actually, it's a sad story because he got in a conflict with, I have to remember the man's name, Dawes, or Darns was his last name. And this Darns actually killed... Andrew Jackson Davis at, at age 25 um, and actually then Dawes, Darns got off of it and he got um, innocent and he went on to because they said he they knew that he took his cane and beat Andrew Jackson Davis to death basically with the big part of his cane but they said that he didn't intend to do it so he went on to become he actually went on to become a, a, a state legislature in six or seven years after that. Now, so. See, I can understand you actually shoot somebody. You know, maybe your gun drops or something. You know, the vice president shot a boy in the face a while back. <laughs> but I don't really know how you can beat a guy to death with a cane on accident. Yeah, and then get away with it. And people saw it, so I don't well, know you what know, happened. Well, you know, newspaper people have four tons. They're slick, <laughs> you know what I mean, the media folks. You keep an eye on them. Um, so it, I, I read where every time they put together a, uh, they would put together a, a county, the governor would appoint the commission, then he would appoint commissioners to pick the county seat. Before we do that, how did the Hagler family come to live in Andrew County? Uh, well, the story is in, in 1849, um, my great, 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 maybe another great grandfather, uh, who's John C. Hageman, who was serving in the German Navy. Uh, at that time, Germany was having a revolution and he didn't want to go back and fight his own countrymen so he jumped ship in New Orleans and came up the, the rivers and settled in in 1849 was the original landing. What part of Germany did they come from? Hanover. Uh, he, he immigrated from the Kingdom of Hanover which was not around all that long. It was kind of between the Napoleonic Wars and the Unification of Germany, but uh, it's 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 where the British royalty come. That's mm -hmm. the it's where Hanover. So it's uh, yeah, that's that's where he immigrated from. So I, I've been over there, and it's amazingly like this right here. It is green, rolling hills with some pretty big rivers run right through that part of the country. So he probably felt at home, right? I think, that, I stuff, think that was the appeal. Yeah. 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 In Andrew County, there were a lot of German and a lot of Swiss uh, settled here yeah. in, in Andrew County, and so. Probably for very similar reasons, it looked it looked very similar uh, yeah. you know, to their home countries. I remember being in Knox County. It's a, it was German, but it was also Scottish. And your presiding commissioner over there has got the from Medina has the best beard and mustache combination of anybody in the state. It's the curl the red fire red all curled up on the ends. He he's a he's a he's got, he's got the personality to match his mustache, which is a tall order, to be honest with you. Um, so as we uh, as we go on after the Indian Removal Act and the plat and the plat purchase, um, they settled down and appointed the appointed the commissioners. They appointed one uh, Elijah Howe from Clinton County, uh, Elijah Armstrong from Davies County, and then Harlow Hickinson of Buchanan County, 
And they, uh, they, I guess they settled on Savannah, right? Right out of the gate. Well, actually, it was Union for a short time. The yep. name of the Savannah was Union for a short time, and then it was changed. It wasn't Union for very long before it became Savannah. Now, I, know, uh, I believe, is that the county seat now, the name of, uh, of Washington County? Maybe that's a different town. Thank you. I think it is, actually. Mm. I, don't think, I think they had to change the name because there was already a... a in Franklin union, County, yeah. Franklin in, County in is Union, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Because um, you would think Franklin County would be Washington, Missouri, but it's not. It's down at Union. Yeah. That's what happened. Uh, Governor Nixon told me the story about how Jefferson County got its county seat. There was a vote to move Herculaneum on the river over to Monticello, which was in the middle of the county, and they voted in, in September, and it lost by two votes. Then they recounted the votes in February, and it won by two votes. So they decided they were going to go with that one. Mm -hmm. And there's like 300 votes to count. So, I mean, somebody, you know... And they sent their petition to the state. Well, in the meantime, uh, Lewis County, where Senator Munzlinger is from, had become a county, and they had Monticello as their county seat, so they changed it to Hillsborough, and that's how it came. Mm -hmm. He said everybody knew it was crooked, but they thought that would be the best thing still just to do that instead of voting again. Um, so uh, the settlers, a lot of folks came up here. Talking about the first settler, Joseph Walker. Right, and Kentucky. he was here before we, he should have been, to be honest yes. with you. He was here in 19, I mean 1835. And of course, as we know, it was not a part of the the uh, plot purchase hadn't happened yet. So, but there were several that were here early. But well, he my German hillbilly is going to butcher this name, but <laughs> there was a gentleman that really started the Indian Removal Act because he put up a fur trading post. Uh, John Robiu. Robiu. I knew I, I knew my hillbilly dialect would butcher that. <laughs> yeah. He put a big post at St. Joseph, right, and yeah. probably wasn't supposed to, but. They ended up just making it. He got because he backdated his papers or something. Got it legal <laughs> because of the streets, you know, in downtown St. Joe are named after his children. I didn't know that. That's interesting. I once got a tour of St. Joseph from Rob Schaff, and I don't know what I learned, but I know I heard a lot of words. <laughs> I don't remember if we stumbled onto that. Uh, you think that. he talks a lot? <laughs> been, good Lord, uh, you imagine being a commissioner in Buchanan County. Um, so I read where there was a, a terrible murder here, the first big court case. Uh, the biggest court case ever was two young girls went over to visit someone about a mile from their house, and, there was a, and they never made it home. They found them the next day they were dead in a cornfield, and the young man who they visited had, for whatever reason, followed them home and, and shot one and, and connected the other, and they had a big countywide search for these girls. When the countywide search, they noticed there was some dirt turned up by a tree and they found the gun, which I got, it wasn't like CSI, but the bullet they found inside one of the girls fit the gun. So they pinned it on him, and he never said another word the rest of his life. They said he was a silent killer because he was hanged and wouldn't speak a word in court, wouldn't say a word to his family, and was hung in total silence. Right here in Andrew County. And we need Kathy Ridge here because she's the one who knows all the stories. She just already had appointments set up today. but, uh, but. Um. So I can't add much to it, but I know that that's how it happened. What year was that? It was in the 1880s. Oh, it was after the war. Commissioners, let's talk about the courthouse. It's always my favorite thing to talk to commissioners about because no matter what numbers I throw out, the kids say, oh, that's too much for that. They, they, they could have done that cheaper. Um, <laughs> so the county seat was, uh, was here in Savannah. I guess central location kind of made, it, made sense. Most of the ones that were before the 1840s were picked in kind of obscure places and moved. By then, they were pretty much picking central locations. 
this is an interesting thing. And if you ever come to Savannah, you've got to come. Really, it's worth getting off the interstate if you're driving up the interstate. And look at this courthouse. It is it is one of the most beautiful courthouses. And I, the, the first question I've had, I've had this since I came to Brad Logger fundraiser in Savannah. was remember there. The, the statue on top, who is that? You guys know that answer, right? Because they'd always, they always said it was a, a replica of Miss Liberty, but it wasn't. So It doesn't look like that to me. No, it, de- I, it doesn't I thought it either. was always the statue for the agriculture. That's what I think. Yeah. That's what it Seriously. is. Because it does it look, look like, the, I got to see it when they pulled the one off the Capitol. Mm-hmm. I got to see that up close. And I thought, that's what I thought that's, too. But that's just looks. It's not, I wouldn't mm-hmm. know. But, but that is what it is. Yeah. It is. That's what I, that, well, that would make sense, being in Andrew County. Sure. So the first courthouse in 1841, they said they built, better build a 20 by 26-foot courthouse. Now, by all accounts, this is on the corner of 6th and West, and it was done for six, six, uh, 600 bucks. And they said it was awful from day one. It was never, it was never completely a useful courthouse. And uh, I guess you could go too cheap on one, and they felt like they did. They tried <laughs> to use it for a church afterwards, but the church moved out to they wouldn't that wasn't good enough for them so shortly thereafter they put up another one that cost about sixty two hundred dollars that had some brick in it and it was thought to be a pretty good building but i mean that was in 18 i guess 44 1845 45, to 1899 is when they yeah. there's so a that's picture of it. It, i mean really a courthouse lasting 50 years that was built in the 1840s that's pretty good craftsmanship i mean getting 50 years out building like that yeah um but it by by 1899 it, or 1898 it was it was uh, it was condemned. It it had, it had, it had done a good job. It, it outlasted its usefulness. So then the citizens passed a bond, and so I read this two or three times trying to figure it out. They passed a bond for forty eight thousand dollars. The citizens did, but the the, the construction cost was about thirty seven thousand dollars. Now that's good commissioning, right? <laughs> that's, you come in a fourth under. There's no change orders in that if it comes in that good. Uh, and it's it's the I guess I'm sure there's been many remodels, but that's the building we're in today, right? Correct. Yeah. Now here's the thing that I thought was interesting. If you ever come down to this town square, not only is the courthouse beautiful, the town square is beautiful. They've kept it brick. It is very nice. And as as I heard someone say, it has an international feel to the courthouse square. Mexican, Chinese, Kansas City restaurants of all types. But the first one, it there was a proclamation put out by the county commission that said that it was not to be a town square. It was supposed to be on a block, just like any other building. So the first two courthouses were built without the town square at all, just on a regular intersection. Mm -hmm. And then when they built this, they built this one, they started to go out and actually put together a town square. But that's the only one I've ever read where they specifically said, we don't want a town square, we want it to be just on a regular city block like any building. And clearly, you guys changed your mind. It looks like it's worked out. it's got to be a point of pride, Commissioner Hageman, to have to have uh, people uh, come downtown and see this courthouse, see the history, and just see the the beauty of that building. It's got to be a point of pride for folks. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we're very proud of our of our courthouse and our and our whole county seat and, and the square around the court uh, around the courthouse. Uh, we've got some wonderful vendors and stores around our uh, around the courthouse courtyard and beautiful courtyard. We've got a Good, very nice memorial to our veterans in one corner of the courtyard, and it serves as a uh, uh, quite a centerpiece for the for the county and a lot of county activities. So um, uh, let's talk about the Civil War. It's always interesting. Every everybody's uh, account of it is always a little more shaded to the Union because they won, I suppose. But was this a Union County or Confederate County? 
It was split. Yeah, it was both. As, as far, I mean, because you have a lot of Germans, that normally means you have some Union supporters, right? <laughs> yeah, as as far back as 1856, there was um, some violence going on in the Rochester area, probably you know pre Hageman, but in that area, and uh, <laughs> they calmed it down. And, and it was between slave and anti-slave supporters back then, and then actually even in in uh, Savannah, the Methodist Church actually split and formed two churches because, and it was based on supporters of the Union and supporters of the Confederacy, or slave and anti-slave, whichever, but they actually split for a while and there was a church there and there was a church where the library is now. And then after the Civil War ended and et cetera, they went back together and, and reunited as the United Methodist Church, but there was a lot of split in Andrew County. And what interest, I mean, I read here where you had, um you had a Confederate camp, uh, Camp Hiley or something to that yep. effect, here in Andrew County. But over in Gentry County, you had a Union camp. That uh, 41st Regiment was the Union camp, actually, so yeah. And then, uh, then I, the interesting here, reminds me a little bit today, keep, keep our head on the swivel. Uh, the Confederate folks come over and took over uh, the Plain Dealer, which was the Union paper. And then the Northern folks took over the, uh, the Southern paper, uh, Oh my! I was reading in here. There was there was two different papers, one on each side, and the armies went and took the other one over, and then finally, I guess the North came through and, and cleared one out, and everything went kind of back to normal. But it says by 1863, the county was almost just rife with bushwhackers. Yet it about lost control. Uh, I think it was pretty bad. For a yeah, and there was no newspaper to, to really document any of it. But so a county named after a newspaper man got both of his newspapers took over by the by the armies. That yeah, and the interesting thing about the Confederates and the and the Union, over here on the southeast corner, uh, southwest corner of the, there was a church and it was supposedly the Confederates rode their horses into the church oh, yeah. and destroyed it. Oh, yeah. Well, we want to we thank our sponsors, the Missouri Association of Electric Co-ops, Missouri Farm Bureau, the Missouri Association of Counties, letting us come to places like Andrew County and talk about its history. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk about Andrew County today after this. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the Missouri way of life. We're for worrying less about the what-ifs and more about the why-nots. We're for checking off your bucket list and then making a new one. For starting a family, a business, a tradition. And if you find yourself starting over, we're here for that too. We're for building a life in Missouri and then going out and living it. And when it comes to making sure everything you've built is protected, we're for you. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance. Welcome back to Show Missouri. This is Missouri One County Time. We're having a good time in Andrew County here at the very beautiful historic courthouse, joined by Senator Hageman. Thank you for sticking with us, sir. You betcha. And his brother, Fritz Hageman, County Commissioner. Hello. The presiding commissioner, Bob Caldwell. His Hello. associate, Gary Ballman, yep. the Western District. Miss Jane Glenn, the Historical Society. And Lindy Holt, my new best friend, maybe of all time. I'm so excited for the after discussion here. Uh, but first, let's talk about the business community here. Commissioner Caldwell, where do folks work at when they live here in Andrew County? Oh, yeah. Most of the, all the people live here in uh, Savannah uh, drive to St. Joe. Where, uh, we're considered probably a bedroom county. Some people even on farther, to, even to the Kansas City area. Uh, then we got the Ag Base course. We have our farmers that a lot of farmers that uh, still work it's a, a smaller number than farmers that used to be it's a, a the farmers have gotten larger 
with fewer farmers. I've worked with the Farm Service Agency for 30 years, starting back in 82, and I remember the, you know, back then we had lots of dairy and we had tobacco, we had uh, all kinds of diversity, and so we don't have a, as much as we did before, but we still have a lot of farmers out there raising cattle and uh, hay and row crops and things like that. But again, as far as, uh, you know, in the chamber here has been trying, you know, we're always trying to get more things coming to Savannah, but it's kind of hard to get the industry where we're so close to St. Joe. Mm -hmm. But again, it is hard right now, residencies, are, it's kind of hard to find a place to live because it seems like everybody wants to live in a place like here and, and then work in St. Joe. So. Well, I mean, Senator Hagelin, you've been at the forefront of wrestling rural broadband. Yeah. I mean, to me, where, where are you from the airport? How, how quick can you get the airport from here? You get 30 minutes? Four. Yeah, 45. 45. 45. You can get that KCI And you can be in Kansas City and what? Another An hour. Yeah. But you can live here and go to the, the schools here. But you got to have internet, right, to do a job here. Yeah. And, you know, we are blessed here in northwest Missouri. We've got uh, we've got a rural electric cooperative, United uh, mm -hmm. Electric, at, uh, you know, probably 15 years ago decided to move into the fiber business. Mm -hmm. And they developed uh, United Fiber. And they've been bringing fiber to the home for the past number of years and really have gone over all over northwest Missouri uh, by bringing fiber to the home. They've gotten a lot of support from the federal government to be able to make that affordable. Now, how do they do that? Do they bury those lines? I guess I guess in this part of the state you can bury them pretty easy because the ground's soft. It, 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 they do both. They, yeah. they bury it but they also hang it on their, their poles. So they, they replaced a lot of poles and, and put it on as an attachment to their poles. and, and uh, so they'll go into community and then they'll uh, they'll either bury it or or they'll hang it on uh, electric poles. Well, it's just the lifeblood in it. I mean, you just got to have it. It is, you know, and, and like I say, up this way, we've been blessed by it. Uh, you know, many of the counties up here, you know, and, and also we've had some other folks uh, up in Atchison County. They've had a good uh, uh, mutual telephone company that moved into the fiber. It is what you need. You know, fiber to the home is what really brings broadband, and it's a reliable source of broadband. Uh, and like I say, we've been blessed in this area with that for the past number of years. If folks are going to be able to live and work here, they're going to have it. This is they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Andrew County is one of the counties in North Missouri that has grown the past few decades. Well, there's no uh, coincidence that it's also yeah. got broadband, right? Yeah. Well, that's some of it, and in, in a closeness to St. Joe, it mm -hmm. it it is. Commissioner Caldwell said, you know, you know, very close to St. Joe, we are a bedroom community. Most of the people in Andrew County work out, earn their living outside of Andrew County. I mean, when you look back on your career, though, I'm not sure 10 years from now, the, the first line of, of accomplishments won't be that you were there chairing the committee when you laid a lot of rural broadband. I, mean, I think that may be the biggest footprint of anything you've ever done. Well, it certainly it changes folks' lives. You bet. And it's something that I've been passionate about, just infrastructure in general, whether it be you know, water projects have been important to my uh, broader mm -hmm. district as well. Uh, roads, bringing roads in, you know, and, and it's been important. But broadband, you're right, is something. It's it's the telephone of yesteryear, uh, and and we need to have it as, as readily available. Folks that may, if you just tuned in, that's not the governor, that's Senator Hageman, <laughs> his partner in rural broadband funding. Uh, speaking of that co-op, tell me about the co-ops here. Co-ops are great. You know, uh, you know they, they they do a great job of providing uh, services up here. Uh, uh, you know, and and like I say, the movement into the uh, 
into the fiber uh, by the local co-op really was just a, a game changer for this region. And by the time you hear this, Lindy may have told us such good stories that would be former director of the co-op association, Caleb Jones, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. You, by the time you hear this, we might have a whole different setup. I might add, though, while you're doing that, that the, the, what's United Electric and United Fiber now started out as Northwest Missouri Electric Cooperative, and they did the very same thing for electricity. They worked with the federal government and pushed and pushed and pushed because in the 1930s and 40s, the rural community still didn't have electricity. So it was the same group who band together and provided electricity to make uh, kind of the same thing. You had to, in order to keep going economically, you had to have electricity. And, and so same group did it then and then they came back and did it for fiber 100 years later. I mean, not well, it, that is later, such so. a good tie-in. And I mean, look, everybody, you know, if you're in Andrew County, you're probably talking to a Republican, chances are. But there are certain things the government does and certain things the government has to do. And if it doesn't do this, I mean, there would not have been electricity forever in the, in the boot hill for sure. And if the government doesn't have a part in, in the rural broadband, there just won't be any. You know, it would be a ghost town. Yeah. It, is a, it is truly a thing that if the government doesn't do, nobody else is going to do it. Let's talk about schools. Lindy, tell about the schools here. Well, we have two um, high schools, or two major school districts, and we have little bits of some of the surrounding school districts that kind of um, uh, leak into Andrew County, but the main ones are Savannah R3 and North Andrew. And I would add Avenue City. Oh, that's right, Avenue City. That's a K through 8 school. It's K through 8 school. It's a school district, she said. That's correct. Um, they're K through 8, and I believe Jan worked there, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah, I was I was a administrator there <laughs> uh -huh. for eight years, so I never let anybody forget because people tend to think Avenue City is a part of the Savannah yes. School District, but right. it isn't. Um, Savannah's, you know, I, the biggest one by far. I think they're like Class 3, Class 4 in sports, and then um, they take up most. And I think somebody told me one time Savannah had like the widest school district. It is massive, I think, in um, square miles it, because it goes from Amazonia all the way over to you know Cosby and Helena and so you know I had some kids that when I, when I worked at Savannah that I lived eight miles away from and I lived in North Andrew district and I have kids coming 20 miles away to get to Savannah so it's a it's a very big um, square mile school district and then I live and teach now at North Andrew which is the northern part of the school and that's the towns of Rosendale, Ray, Balco, and Fillmore and they're all pretty little kind of dying farm town so well those are the kind of places you're talking about with rural broadband you might change yeah. it mm -hmm. tell me what the big rivalry is for savannah i think maryville spoof hounds you know maryville spoof hounds <laughs> so uh now that we're talking about education senator you had a story about the about northwest the the rest of the state knows of the football team that never loses that's <laughs> northwest yeah. state university yeah. tell me about northwest you know, there is a, I'll put it this way, it was a rumor that I heard, <laughs> okay. you know, maybe a few years Some ago, people but it's say, a pretty yeah. good story, so <laughs> go ahead and tell it. Uh, you know, when, back in the day when the state was looking to uh, to put, uh, to develop uh, what they called normal schools at that time, which had gone on to become uh, regional universities, like Northwest Missouri State University. So Savannah was competing against uh, Maryville or, or Nottaway County for that. And, and the story I, that I was told by some of the old timers was that uh, you know, part of the reason Savannah lost out on that is because we had just built a brand new courthouse that, you know, as you said, Romanesque style, a very beautiful uh, oh. courthouse. 
and that the folks from uh, Maryville took a picture of our courthouse and sent it in as their application <laughs> to, uh, to get the normal school. Great story. Don't know if there's a lot of truth to it, but it really, uh, and therefore we, we lost out on uh, Northwest Missouri State University. We're, uh, we're, and folks leave Savannah, North Andrew, and then go to Northwest, I guess they go to UMKC. Uh, how far are you from Columbia? I wouldn't be more than what, two and a half? Three hours. Three, Three hours. hours, yes. Three hours, Columbia. A lot of people go to MU. And there's a few that end up going to Kansas. Kansas, yeah, yep. We don't well, want to get I just them. have to say I went to Kansas, but I also went to Northwest and I also have one from MU. So that's your review. Get enough degrees, you'll, you, you can move. No matter who wins the game, you can be happy if you get enough diplomas. On sports. We've talked about the businesses of today, but Savannah was recognized United States-wise, but I think worldwide back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s with uh, the uh, sanatorium down here, the cancer research or whatever they did down there, but the Dr. Nicholson's. Mm -hmm. And then Savannah also had a hometown boy that made a lot of money in a uh, hamburger joint. Yo. Um. <laughs> Yeah, my mind just went like Little yeah. Tavern. The Little yeah. Tavern. Little Brown Tavern. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Harry I, Duncan. I read about a few other folks that are they're Andrew Counties. I don't want to don't want to miss the list up. But uh John to Joseph Toole, the first governor of uh Montana. And then uh John Atchell, uh former governor of Illinois. Then there was uh Nellie Robb, Nellie Ross. Ross. Yeah, she's first woman of governor of Wyoming, first elected woman governor in the country and First woman to run the U.S. Mint. Then, of what I thought was particularly interesting, I saw Eminem went to middle school here. <laughs> right? Allegedly, I guess, did he? Yeah. <laughs> For a, he a there. year or so. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. So my, sometimes when I was younger and dating Derek, the people would say, oh, well, they saw Eminem at the gas station or something in town or something like that when he was really popular. So it'd be like the ghost to Hank Williams in Montgomery, Alabama. Right? Yeah, see, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elvis has returned. Yeah. Uh, well, that I, you know, of all the places, I don't. I'm not sure I could even tell you an Eminem song, but I know who he is. Of all the places you could tell me he went to middle school, I would not have guessed Savannah. <laughs> it would not have been. He spent some time in St. Joe, yeah. like his oh, grandma. Awesome. Yeah, he spent grandma. a little time in St. Joseph, and sometimes kids will come up here and try out Savannah, and then go back to St. Joe if it doesn't work out. I could, yes. If that makes sense. I went to Neelyville, which is in Popper Bluff, and we would get some folks who maybe were no longer welcome at Popper Bluff mm -hmm. down at our 1A school down on the state line. <laughs> um, talk about politics. Uh, as far as I've ever seen, Andrew Kennedy is a pretty solidly Republican, but my assumption is probably wasn't always that way. Or has it? It's, it's the lead Republican for many generations now. All right. I had. Uh, Fritz and I had a, a great, great uh, uncle that uh, served in the House of Representatives as a, as a Republican in the, you know, end of the 1800s, and then again in 1933-34, uh, and he was, uh, I've looked at the composite uh, in the House at that time, 33-34, and he was one of, I think it was 10 Republicans in the house at that time. Uh, yeah, the depression was not kind to the Republicans. Very, very similar to the size that it is today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that is a super minority. Uh, yes, uh, yes. And he only served one term. So, well, he uh, probably didn't like being I, one of ten, I would, would say. Be, you know. He had served many years as a, a, a judge here in county. 
uh, a county judge or like a uh, judicial judge? I think yeah. he was a county commissioner, yeah. which I used to call county judge. County rule judge, yeah. Yep. yeah. But so, yeah, he basically started his career in the legislature, did the county judge, you know, and then ended his career. In the Probably like most places, even if you kind of were a Democrat, you'd run, you'd run for all drugs Republican because that's oh, yeah. the way you'd win. Democrats can get elected here in Andrew County or have in the past, but it, uh, today it's it's, oh, Bill it's, it's it, you bet it's it's a it's a very red uh, county today. As, um, as testifying, if you look at the current elections that are going on, most many of them will be decided at the primary, yeah. not at the. It's that way all across the state, though. I mean, really, you 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 can pretty well pick the county, and the the race will be. Throughout all the state, you're either a county that goes one way or the other. The courthouse is represented. There's not very many mixed courthouses anymore in the state of Missouri. I've been to most all of them, and they're all one or the other. You know, uh, you find maybe a swing area, maybe down in Clay County has a little bit of swing to it, but mm, I, I mean, so much yeah, that. it's a different. It's a Buchanan. Yeah, well, Buchanan would be that. Yeah, there's a little bit of play there. Uh, I remember when that was a solid Democrat for a long time, right? you know. Um, as time went on, uh, the the county changed. But as far as today, uh, Linda, if you have, you, if you brought, if you, if Caleb came up, where would you and your family <laughs> take Caleb, and what would you show him here in Buchanan County? In Andrew County, I would take Caleb oh, um, um, <laughs> to the Andrew County Museum. That was, you know, mainly built because of our benefactor Harry Duncan. Is really has a really excellent display on rural America and rural life inside there. I, did it win some awards, Jan, at some point? Yeah, Tell me about the, the benefactor. Um, Harry Duncan was the guy who made who um, started the Little Brown, what's the name of the restaurant? The Little Tavern. Little Tavern. Mm -hmm. And they were hamburger and joints. Uh -huh. And so he was, they can know the history of Harry Duncan better than I do because I'm newer to the county, but he has donated a ton of money into our communities, and I think that's what keeps rural communities going are when these Hometown boys go out and do good. They come back and reinvest. So we have Duncan Park. We have Duncan Hills Golf Course. Um, all over by the museum. They're getting ready to, you know, do some, put in an 18-hole disc golf course right next to the main golf course. So I think I would take Caleb to the um, the museum and, and show him all that the, um, um, the excellent history of Andrew County and rural life. And he already knows, you know, what rural life was like because he grew mm -hmm. up on the farm. But um. There's a, a great golf course there. Um, his kids can play on the playground, but we have excellent parks and, and some other things because mm -hmm. Harry Duncan has had reinvested. Now, he's passed away. But I believe his wife, Annalise, is, um, she doesn't live here, but she comes back and visits. And so, um, and then I would take Caleb to go eat at one of our wonderful restaurants on the square or the Pasture Cafe that's out on the highway. So, or Gina's Cafe on a Monday night Gina's. in Collinsville, Missouri. Yes. Chicken. Or the yes. Wild Horse in Balco. Uh -huh. So. Well, they're good eating here. I like it. Yes. Miss <laughs> Jan, where would you take someone here in the county? What would you show them? Well, obviously, I'd start with the museum. Sure. Um, but, and probably basically the same kind of things, although I just like driving around the county and showing some of the farm and uh, the small towns that I just think are quaint. So, um, and then we have, you know, the sports and whatever. We have a, depending on what they're interested in, we have a nice little sports complex on the east side of town. And um, and we're just not far from anything else, too. So I would probably take them on a museum tour and, mm -hmm. and hit several counties. But uh, Commissioner, what would you take, folks? 
Well, if they're from the outdoors, I'd take them to the conservation areas because we've got several of them in the surrounding the county. Mm -hmm. Got access to fishing, and we got access to the Missouri River for boating. And so I, I'm an outdoorsman, so that's where I'd take them. So, Mr. Review, you brought Bud over from Caldwell County. Where would you take him here? <laughs> well, I was just uh, going around the county and. I just recently had the opportunity to take a young man that we hired as the MOCAN, which is our four county economic development. He was our director coming up from Alabama. And, and so I took him around Andy County and she, you know, hoping that he might decide to live in this county. But I took him around to the schools. He had, you know, getting ready to have kids, uh, showed off our schools. We got a new middle, fairly new middle school. And, and uh, we're just uh, around to the smaller towns, like you say, Avenue City, Cosby, Helena, all the different towns. And uh, again, I'm kind of ag-based too, so I like to and uh, go around and show them all the farms. And over the 30 years, I got to know a lot of those farms. And every time I go down the road, I'll tell my son, "Hey, I climbed those green bins one time, you know." And, and, <laughs> and he said that he said, "Dad, you know everywhere, don't you?" And I said, "Well, not everywhere, but pretty." Bridge, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, where would you take someone you brought them up here? Well, if others have pretty well covered everything, I just. I just like to stress we really do have quite a variety of, of uh, places to visit in the county. Everything from we got Missouri River bottom ground with two major tributaries to the Missouri River running through our county. Um, we've got wonderful hill ground and bluffs. Um, and then on all the way we've got uh, in the northeast part of our county we've got prairie ground which is wide open. Just a, just a wide variety of of things to view and uh, we've got uh, in our country club village area we've got a beautiful um, country club with a golf course 18 hole golf course and another beautiful golf course uh, the Duncan golf course in Savannah so that, and wonderful parks and youth great youth sports complex and great schools so just a wide variety of things to when if you're into the planting or flowers and whatever you mentioned out on uh -huh. the Empire Prairie, but there's the there's prairie flowers multiple. there, and there's a lot of really have sprung up a lot of uh, nursery yep. flower kind of places, yeah. greenhouses. Senator, let's say you took your colleague from the other corner of the state, Jason Bean. What if he if he made the what would it be the six hour drive up from Peach Orchard? Ten. Yeah, <laughs> at least up from Peach Orchard. Where would you take him here in Andrew County? Yeah, I'd take him right here in the center of Savannah to the courthouse and our courthouse square. This is exactly where it is. Uh, you know, this is the jewel of our county, this Romanesque uh, courthouse here. Uh, and then just every storefront around the square is filled today you know, with a lot of eclectic shops and, and, uh, and, uh, and opportunities to uh, and services. And, and, and that's wonderful, too, to see a, a truly full... Yep. Courthouse Square is. that is full of, of, of business. If you go to his yeah. Courthouse Square yeah. in Kennett, it, it, they have a beautiful courthouse. It is, it, it is a, it's a different look. It's more of a sandstone type courthouse, but, but it does not have the square to match. It is, it is it's pretty much fell apart. And, and that really, I mean, it's a beautiful building, but boy, it's just such a point of pride that you've kept the, the storefronts nice around it. All I can think is we must have a really good fire department here in Savannah <laughs> that, have, uh, that have stopped any, uh, any fires that, 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 well, have, that have decimated a lot of other courthouse squares. It always helps when you built that courthouse after the 1860s, too. Yeah. That, uh, that yeah. the 1860s claimed a lot of courthouses throughout the state. But, yeah. well, I, I, wanna, I might add, too, when yes, you were talking about the square, if you'll notice as you drive through, 
first of all, the American Legion sponsored the signs for the veterans that you see hanging, mm -hmm. and I think that is a great addition. Yep. And then you'll notice the plants hanging from all of those, and a local business, Ivy Cottage. I mean, people donated the money, but they took care of ordering those, getting that done, and they you'll see them out watering almost every night. So just the the um, community spirit mm -hmm. that happens around the square is pretty amazing. I want to thank you all for the hospitality. I want to thank our sponsors, the Farm Bureau, the Association of Co-ops, and Missouri Association of Counties. Let us come talk about the history of Andrew County. We'll see you next week here on Show of Missouri, the history of Missouri, one county at a time. Way down in Missouri, when I heard this lullaby, while the stars were blinking and the moon was shining high.